Being that today is like Boimer, and it's the Matan Teda of Primus Teda, that's the way the Rebbe Rashab describes it in Bisfartim Lachem Samachvov. So, though we're going the series of Seydish Talshas, I thought how, more, how appropriate it is to talk about Lag Beimer. So, I wish it was the week of Hoid. We were up to Gvura, Chesed Gvura. Okay, but so be it. Um, so I'll talk about Lag Bayman and resume next week they say that, uh, the series we've been doing. Now Lag Bayman is one of those mysterious days. I don't know if you experience it that way or not. And on one hand it's like such a powerful day. And I don't mean just because Mini uh, Gisral, but also by the Rabbeim. You see, for example, uh, the Rebbe, besides the parades that Rebbe established for children and the Holy Spastus and the Rebbe's Giluyim, but the Fabrengens and the Maimodim, and clearly, it's like a day that's, in many ways, probably the, of all the Hilulas of every Tzaddik, there's no Hilula like the Lagboimim. Now, of course, it's based on the, the Rajbi's his own request, like it says in the Idris Zuta, in Zayr Hazinu, and the, the, which describes the last moments and the last days of Rajbi's life, is all documented there. Idris Zuta, as you may know, is uh, called like the small group, or the small, uh, there's Idra Rabba, Rajbi had primarily 10 students, and uh, we, we taught Primi Satera. So the Idr Rab is when he had all the ten students. So that is a section in Zayar, Parsha, Nose. And then three of them passed away. So by the time the Rajbi is Istalkus, Ilula, there were seven. So it's called Idrizuta, the smaller group, the smaller community, the smaller gathering. And that's printed in Zayar, Parsha's Hazinu. And there, both these Idris are quoted extensively in Chsidis, and they're very complex Kabbalah, a lot about Sidus and other such high levels. But there, in the Idrizut, it talks the whole story that we're so familiar with, where Rajbi is telling the students that he's now going to be going on to the next world. With one bind, I will be bound and go up and become a kushan and connected to the highest madregas. And he says, I'll reveal for you secrets today that I've never revealed before, that have never been revealed before. And this is the Idrizut, all describing the Stalkus and the Lula of Rajbi. And that's where he asks the Talmidim that they should, they should always pravidish, make it a simcha. That shouldn't be a day of grieving. So for sure they sat shiva after Rajbi passed away. There's no question about that. Al piteir, al pialoche. But over the generations, it should be yem simchose, the Rajbi, shal Rajbi. And that's quoted in Kisra Rizal and the Mishnah Chassidim. All the Marmikamis already are cited in the Rebbe's letters and sikhs where he talks about Lag Rajbi. So that is the most ostensible and basic reason why this day is celebrated, because Rajbi asked, but Hagufakash, why did Rajbi ask? Why didn't Moshe Rabbeinu ask? Why didn't any of the others? What is it about uh, Rajbi and Lag And it's never, you never really hear the question as directly and answered. It's implicit, perhaps. And uh, so I wanted to talk a little about that. Now, you could say everything about the Rajbi is shrouded in mysteries. So Lagbem is also shrouded in mysteries. It's a masim to his uh, personality. Why? Because he was Seyd Shabbatayda. He was Megala Seyd Shabbatayda. 
So say, everything is uh, somewhat more secret, like you see constantly in the Zayar expressions, including in the Idrizuta, the Rosin, Rosin, the Rosin, that you have to keep the secret. Remember in those days, Kabbalah was not meant to be learned by the masses. It was completely only Yechidah's Gula. And even during the time of the Rashbi, there's questions whether everyone knew that Rashbi was really teaching it. So even though the Tanoim, his colleagues, and Rabbi Akiva, of course, were familiar with Primus Atera and they learned it, but it was Rashbi who was the Moradid Primus Atera. But as the generations went on, we know that Harizal, which is um, th- over almost uh, 1,400 years later, Harizal comes and says, Mitzvah Legal is and then accelerated with the Balshit Mashiach telling the Balshem to view Futsa So for us, this already became a mandate that today it's a mitzvah to teach and be revealed this Zesachachma. But that Gufa, he says, Mitzvah Legali Zesachachma, tells you that up to that point it was not a mitzvah. And it was, uh, it was actually the opposite. Like he says in Chigig and the Mishnah Befeirish, that Zoze Teira, Sisre Teira, Maisa Merkava should be only learned by Yochid. And only, be, only to someone who uh, understands and maven, maven hadvarim, all the different expressions there. And the reason, the obvious reason is because, because uh, the primis hatera is very dakazdik and very subtle. And if you don't learn it properly with the right teacher, that's why it's called Kabbalah, Kabbalah. Even though all kolatera is Kabbalah ish ish, but Kabbalah specifically is called that because you need to be a makabal and you need to have a mashpia. Because it's not something you can just learn on your own. It's not just seichel. It's a lakus, and a lot of dakas di kinyonim, and it could be also the mafshit megash miusam to make sure that it's not taken literal, as the Baal Shem Tov was very keen on emphasizing that when you learn Kabbalah, it talks about yechudim and zivugim, and if you don't understand the edelkeit of it and the ruchnius, you can fagreb and attack what happened. Shabbat Shalom, Jacob Frank, and many others who distorted Kabbalah and used it for mamish. Uh, literally. And even those that did, look at the challenges that the Altareb himself has to come and get a Sakedish and defend because uh, they were burning the Tzavos Arivosh and the Tzavos Arivosh because it says the Shekhinah is even as Meslabeshes B'Tachtenim and the Altareb writes that the Altareb spoke in Yiddish and he couldn't have said Meslabeshes. What he said was Shechenes, which means Makif. Why? Because when you learn Kabbalah, you can literally understand that Lukus is in, is in every, every Dover, Moas, and Ra, and even Sholshkip, Satmei. So it's true, there are not Tzutzik, Dusha. But that's why you need to really understand these topics. I'm just giving an example where it can be complete distortions. And the same thing with other matters. So in the times of Rashbi, it was the exact opposite. It was Selus Noki, which means it was very pure and only learned very, very controlled setting and in secret. And it was not something that was mafursum to everybody. Now the question of, the, as I said, by the Tanoim, how much they knew Primis Atera. Remember, knowing can be by learning, can also be by Hergish. By Matan Tera, they even experienced Alakus. Didn't necessarily have to learn Kabbalah, they experienced a mystical experience when you read the story of Matan Tera, as the Rebbe explained. But getting back to Rajbi and Lagbeimer, it's not 100%, like I said, what exactly, why is this day so powerful? Someone asks you, Pesach, we left Mitzrayim. Shavuos, we were Kabbalah Sukkot is the mitzvah of Sukkot, representing the Sukkah and all the other things that Sukkot represents. But like Be'emir, I'm pushing if someone asks you, what is it? So the Rebbe in all the Sikhs, especially in the parades when he spoke to children, always talk about two things. That in this day is Yemi Lula and Simchash Sharashbi, 
And the second thing, that is the day when Nifzik ben the Magefa, that killed the two twenty-four thousand or the twelve thousand pairs, the two pairs of twelve thousand students of Rabbi Akiva, because Nogu Kovid Zelaza, the Gemara in Yevamis, of Samach Beis, that this Poskula Malomus, this is the day where they stopped dying. So in a sense, it's a celebration because it was the day when the grieving ended. There's a shaila whether what happens afterwards, why then don't we do chasnas afterwards, and so on, some do. So there's different, uh, in halacha, there's different opinions of the gifts exactly, because it says ben Pesach la'atzeres was the magefa. But some say there's a nusach, not la'atzeres, but the chetzi atzeres, like in other words, two weeks before Shavuos. So there are opinions that actually after the magefa stopped like Beimer, it didn't continue. Others say it did continue, just on that day it stopped. But regardless, however you understand that something happened like Behman, the Rebbe brings these two events and connects them very often because Rajbi was actually one of the five Talmidim that Rabbi Kiva rebuilt the world. The Gemara continues then says, after 24,000 such great students died, so there's Elam Shomem. The world was like a desolate. And then he says he rebuilt it with the students, Rabbi Rajbi, Rabbi Meir, and the others that he mentions there. The Rebbe explains in Sikhs that's not just five, it's five categories. There were much more than five, because obviously if Rabbi Akiva built 24,000 students, you could imagine he didn't just remain with five, but there were five main ones. So Rajbi is actually one of them. And what did they do? So the Rebbe explains it. The Leinogu Kovit Sebezeh is the opposite of Avis Yisrael. And Rajbi and the other Talmidim, they lived up to the, man, the, to the Klal Godel Beteira that Rabbi Akiva taught. After Rechekamecha is a Klal Godel Beteira. So essentially, like Bahimir is a, a day of, of Avis Yisrael and Agdus Yisrael. This is one of the central themes you'll find in many of the Sikhs. Um, now, there are Svarim, even before Sifri Chabad, that talk a lot about Rajbi. Rab Osher um, Zelig Margolius, he has a Svarim, Shivche Rajbi, uh, Sipuri Rajbi. He brings a lot about why like Bahimir is such a big day. He quotes all the different sources. So there are collections that talk about why it is, but to go a little deeper into it, let's start with a, a question. And that is interesting that Ashbi, is, uh, his Hilula is right in the middle of Svidasem and definitely connected because Svidasem is a time where we don't do simchas and we don't do uh, we don't music and all the other leisure things. It's like a day that we mourn the 24,000 students. So an interesting similarity you find also, when is the stalkus of the Ariza? On, uh, on Heyov. Heyov is right in the nine days, just a few days before Tishabov. Also a time of grieving. So the two biggest, you can say, Mukabolim in history, the Rajbi and the Arizal, both the stalkus is interestingly in sad times. Now, Rishchedeshov is also the stalkus of Arnakayim. Also, the beginning of the nine days. Now, what do you find as a common denominator between these three? Push it historically. Historically, you find something unique about them. You know, Jews like to disagree. You're rarely going to find where everybody agrees one thing. When it comes to the G'deli Yisrael throughout history, so there was a Shammai and there was a Hillel that had a different approach. And there's Rav and Shmuel. All Vesvov Besufa, all Metech Chibon Ave, but but was Machamte Shaltele, and there were adamant disagreements, both in time of Shas, Mishnah Gemara, 
and later Ga'inim, where there were fundamental disagreements. That's why you have Ba'asad Darav, Allah Karab, Ba'asad Shmuel, Allah Kishmuel. That was a way to resolve it. That the students or the city that was under that particular authority. In the time of Beis Amigdosh, there was the Sanhedrin, so that was a central authority. Everybody subjected to that. Just like in the time of Moshe, Moshe and his Besdin, they were, the, were centralized. But once the Golas came, it became decentralized. Now, even in the time of Moshe, we know there was Machlekes. Again, I'm talking about even Machlekes L'Shem Shemayim, not talking about necessarily Kedach. There were different opinions. That's what it was. That's what the Pasuk says, that you have different opinions, and you go by the majority, the consensus. If you go in history, whoever is a God, let's say the Rambam. Today the Rambam is accepted by everybody. Even that, some question the first five Prokim and Nebuchadnezzar. But in the time of the Rambam, as we know, there were people who burned Svarim of the Rambam. And Gedev Yisrael. It was the Ramban that came and wrote the Ksavis Natsalus and explained the Rambam. But some, remember, then it was not, everyone didn't meet everybody. So the Rambam was quite radical in some things, in his way of writing and the style, even the Mishnah Tehri, Hagdomet Mishnah Tehri, didn't write Taimi Alochis. So there are plenty of times. And some came to the conclusion that the Rambam is too uvgeklet, kavyochel. And they actually burned the Svarim. It was only, as I said, the Ramban, gen- two generations later, or a few generations later, that, that so-called redeemed the Ramban. And the Ramban after that became an absolute authority. Almost absolute then, and then by today. The same is with many, many G'delin, you'll find. I mean, you talk about Rabbi Yaakov Emdin and the Rabbi, um, and Yenis Naipshitz. Yamamash Machlekes of the worst type there was accusation of uh, Shabtism and uh, so on. But the bottom line is that you have G'delim that we consider both of them G'delim, and yet one did not, did not recognize the other or disqualified him or had a big issues with him. You find when it comes to that Izal, the Beis Yosef, for example, let's talk about the Beis Yosef. So the Beis Yosef, yeah, that's, that was one, then the Ramah, and the Beis Yosef, there's very different approaches. Even though today they're both joined together, but there are things the Beis Yosef says that Amal absolutely disagrees. But the point is, Arizal, on the other hand, even though he was on the scene only one year and eight months, meaning in the public, because he came to Tzfas when he was around 37, and he passed around, went, passed away around a year and eight months later, when he was 38, close to 39. That, that, before that, Arizal was not known. In that almost less than two years, that Izal captured the entire attention and the respect. Not just Svas was not a small little town. Svas had all these G'delim. The Beis Yosef was there, the Ramak was there, the, 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 I mean, you can go on, the Alshech was there, Shleim Alkovitz was there. I mean, there's a whole list of the biggest G'delim that lived in Svas. And everyone, for some reason, well, not some reason, obviously they were, they were Balideya. And they were Samcha, they saw the Arizal as unique, and he was Ma'achid, Sfardim and Ashkenazim. And all Bale Halacha, the Mogan Avram cites him consistently. And even Litvish and Chsidim. That is Arizal. There's different opinions how the Gro writes about that is all certain things. But that is all remains pretty much. There was only one God will be Sral. I think is the Maram of uh, from where, I remember where, in Europe. 
that had issues because he heard things from that. He wasn't sure. But that was a very rare exception. The Shalah, I don't know if you know this, but the Shalah writes on the Arizal, and I'll soon get back to Rajbi because it's Negeit. He writes on the, the, the Shalah lived in uh, Krakow and different cities in Europe. He was, of course, one of the biggest G'dalim of that generation. Then, like the Ramban and some other G'dalim, he came in the last years, he came to Eretz Yisrael. And that's where he was, uh, that's where his Estalkus is, and that's where, he's, that's where his Eel is. So the Shalah writes that when he came, he was traveling through Damascus, Syria. And there he met the Rab Chaim Vital. And Rab Chaim Vital secretly showed him the writings, the Kisvi Arizal, because Rab Chaim Vital was the Maniach. He wrote down the Teres Arizal. And he writes the Shalah. The Shalah himself is a God of He writes these words. It's like when you read it the first time, you like, almost don't believe it. He writes that since Matan Teda, there hasn't been such Giluim in Teda like Darizal. Just to, so Darizal was Ma'achid, really all the Chugim of Yiddishkeit. And the same with Rashbi. Even though you have different Tanoim, and like, as I said, when it came to Rashbi, you see all the Lashenis and Chazal, there was this Achdus around Rashbi. Trumasi, Rabbi Akiva says, Trumasi doesn't come close to him. You know, all the different expressions. You see, Bnei Aliyah, Behemo Atim. Okay, that the Rajbi himself said. But he was recognized in some way, there was a tremendous Ardus around Rajbi. And also, Lag Behemer is exactly that. Now, there are people that have issues with Lag Behemer, but that's another discussion. Labor Shuftin Askin, I'm not going to go into that. Um, however, these are the common denominators. And the third, Arna Koyen, we all know what Arna Koyen represents. Avis Yisrael. That's the Mishnah. What's the And we know when it says when An was nostalgic, Anush Chedish of, so it says, Vayifku Kol Yisrael. By Moshe it says, Kol Bnei Yisrael. So Rashi from Medrash brings, because obviously all the Jews cried when Moshe passed away, but was specifically more keenly felt because Anun was involved in Shalom Bayis, in making Shalom ben Ishle Chavede and, and ben Ishle Ishte. So when he passed away, everybody cried because that's what he did. Moshe was the man, the Isha Lekim, Isha Teda. He was a Mashbiya Mamal Lamat. She was been in the, the Malka. And Anun was, she was been in the Matranisa. He got, he was on the ground level with the people. And he would go, the two people had an argument, you know, husband and wife or others. And he would be Milamet Tzchus on each one of them and tell them, this one said this about you, and this one said that. So when he was passed away, it was keenly felt, and therefore V'yivko kol Yisro, Avis Yisro. So then it makes total sense. Remember, Histalkus doesn't just happen any day. When is the time you need most? The Tikkun, for the Churm Beis Amigdash, which is to do the Sinas Chinam, which is the nine days, so you need to have people who represent the exact opposite of Sinas Chinam, which is Aves Chinam. And that's Aaron and that is Al. People who are Ma'achid. And the same thing in Svirus Eimer. Svirus Eimer, because Leinogu Kovet Zebezeh, the Hepach of Aves Yisrael. So you need, the Stalkus is like a type of Rufur Lamaka, a Magdam Rufur Lamaka, that Ashbi, in Lagba Eimer, represents the very essence of what the Tamidir Rabbi Kiva that passed away did not represent. The Tikkun, 
is Leinogel Kovit, is absolute Kovit. And all the Lashenas and Zayar are non Talia Milsa. There's many, many Lashenas that ever brings many of them in, the, in his letters on like Bayman. But to go a step deeper, that's just a, an understanding, therefore, of so-called the timing, while like Bayman right in the middle of a, the Svita Seymet. And remember, it's not just a tikkun for Tamid Rebbe Akiva or for Churm Beis Amigdash, it's a tikkun Bechlau, the whole, the whole uh, Alma de Pruda, the world in which we live is Pirut. Our mission is to be a great Echad Ba'aretz, to bring Akhdus in the place of Pirut. That's the whole purpose of existence, to create a Dirbet Achtenim in a world Achtenim Loshen Rabim with his diversity and divisiveness and Pilug and Pirud. So to bring in a world of Pirud, to bring Akhdus. The Rebbe Rashab and the Maimar Hecholzu elaborates on it by Richard Dela. The whole Maimar is based on that. It was also due to a Machlekes at the time in Tafresh Nuntes. So it's essentially the purpose of existence. But to go a step deeper, why talk to these people? And interesting, they're all Bali Primis Atera. That Rizal was a Gon Shabaganim in Nigla. He learned by the Shittimukabetzas, and he, he doesn't, we don't have a lot of Nigla from him, but even in the Kabbalah, you could see his ideas in, in Halacha and in Nigla. And his Chidushim that you find as well, Mogan Avram points out many of them. The same thing that Ashbi was obviously a Tana. From the grace of Tanoim, Poshet Nigla but they also had the second half, Primis So, if you think about it, the, answer, the, the, the common denominator is very clear. In order to have Avis Yisrael, what does the Alter Rebbe say in Tanya? I spoke about it last week. You have to have Nafshe Iker Vagufe Tafel. Because when you look at a goof, two people's bodies are separate. If you eat a piece of food, I can't have that piece of food. You're sitting in a chair. I can't sit in that chair. So the fact of the matter is that goof and physical materialism divides, basically. is pirut, because it's separated by time and space. If we were pure bodies, it's like expecting one table to love another table. Well, they have nothing in common. But since we have neshama, and the neshama is not bound by the... the the chilukim of time of Mozman and Mokim. So you could have two people who love each other and they're not even sitting in the same room. They could be a million miles apart, but they feel like one. Because Zman and Mokim does not take for Smokim when it comes to Nefesh. So in Nafshe Ikri, the Alta Rebbe says clearly you can't have real Ava, healthy Ava, Sisral. Healthy Ava, unless there's a, a basically, Zgabrus Achur Atsem Atsura that, that Ruchnius is stronger than Gashmis. And that's why, if we were able to do that, we, wouldn't, we would have Avis Yisrael very easily. But that's the challenge, because we're Gashmis Dika people. You see, meet somebody, you don't like them. So it's hard to have Avis Yisrael to somebody you don't like. But Chassidus teaches us, you have to think about their Neshama. Adalta Rebbe brings from that same Mishnah, from Aaron. Oyevis Abriyas. That even if it's only Briyas Baal, he has no other mile. I heard this from the Rebbe many times. The Rebbe is saying, the Diuk, what the Briyas, Briyas Baalmud, why does the Mishnah say, Hilo, says, Eivas Abriyas, why not Eivas Adam, as a Bnei Adam, whatever, there are many different ways, because even if there are no other Maila that you see in that person, except that it's a Briyas Al Baruch Hu, that's already enough for Ava. God chose this person and created him. How could you even have a havamin? The Abish himself was boicher and chose this person. 
So even if you don't see Seichel or Midas or Midas Tevis, doesn't make a difference. Obviously, you want to work on a person and be inspire them to be a better person. But that's an in that they exist. Briyaz Ba'alma is already... So that requires his bonus because we are, as I said, Gashmizdika people and we're affected by Gashmiz. So the whole Yisod of Ava is being able to go into the primis of something. And what's the primis? Primis Hatera. So it makes total sense that the people who represent the Primis Hatera most, namely the Rajbi, the Arizal, are people who uh, created such Ardus. Now, whether people are aware of that makes no difference. The bottom line is they were Megal and the Neshama in people. Someone who's a Megal and Neshama is a Ma'achet, unifies. One of the things you hear so many people talk about the Rebbe. Even people are not chassidim, and even people are not even necessarily begali shemitayr mitzvahs. The unity, the agdus, how everybody who saw the Rebbe, everybody the Rebbe met, was treated equally. There was no such thing as uh, categories. You know that if you have a long beard, or you're chassid shayid, or from it, you get special treatment. There's no such thing as that. It's like in many, many places, I don't want to be negative. You go to a place, certain people belong, and some people don't feel they belong there. By the Rebbe, there was no such thing. There was no one that would, would say, no, I feel that the Rebbe is rejecting me. Or, uh, on the contrary, you see by dollars, you see by fabrengans, yechidus, and so on. Well, and the answer is simply, not because the Rebbe was just a nice guy. It's because the Rebbe is an Hashemah person. A Rebbe is an Hashemah, sees Neshamas, and when there's Neshamah, the Neshamah is a chilek elekam and mamamash. You know, I don't know if this story, this story goes around so often that everybody... Some question whether it's true or not. The one with the diamonds, how could the Rebbe stand so many hours giving out dollars as an elder man? And the Rebbe said, when you're counting diamonds, you don't get tired. As I said, I qualified because some people <coughs> question whether this story is or not. Nobody has found an exact market for it. But bottom line is, but the Teichen is definitely Eizgehalten, because that's the whole attitude. When the Shamas and the Shamas. So, so therefore, the the Bali the Mori that I said, starting from the Rajbi, were fundamentally forces of Ardus. Now that explains a lot of things once you understand it that way. First of all, it explains the power of this day. The Lagbeim is the Giliha Primis. That's what it's in. we're celebrating Primis Atera, and that's the Yisod of Avis Yisrael, which is the Tikkun for the for the for the plague of Leinogu Kovid Zabazeh. Secondly, it also explains what the, make the Rashbi unique. So, you know, there's a word from the Alter Rebbe, Rab Hillel, Parachar, brings that by the Neshomis Alyanus, like Rashbi, there was no Churban. It's a pretty strong statement to say. No Churban. Now, the Rashbi came after the Churban Beis Amikdash, and he's actually very close to the Churban. There's no question that the Rashbi fasted on Tishabov, but all the dinim are supposed to do on Tishabov. And yet it says there was no Churban. So the answer is, so we say, the Rebbe, Friedrich Rebbe, the famous Sikhir that the Rebbe Rashab said, Yehi Hashem Alkeinu, Imanu Imaveseinu, when the Friedrich Rebbe left prison in Kastrama, he quoted his father that said that only the body went to the Golas, not the Neshamas. And the Ebrister will decide when, when Mashiach and Geula will come. He speaks there that whole Sikh. But what does that mean? So why Dafka the Rajbi is talking Khurban by all of us? Our Nishamas never went into Golas. Because we're not Nishamadika people. You know, there's the famous Dir Kintanya 
In Pedicure, it says that the Ha'odam, who is the Ha'odam? The Samach Sadiq asks. By a Sadiq and a Benin and a Rosh of a Tedle or which says Ha'odam, who's the Odom? So the Samach Sadiq takes the Pedic Chavtes, because everyone asks, who's the person? Are you a divine soul or are you the animal soul? So some places it says Nefesh HaSichlis. And who decides? The Nefesh HaLikis says this, the Nefesh HaBami says that, there's a Muhammad, and who makes the decision? It's a famous question. So the, um, basically it's a Mechzedek's answer. I mean, Nefesh HaSichlis is usually the answer, but then Tani doesn't bring the Nefesh HaSichlis, at least not explicitly. Or one place, he, he alludes to it. So the Atzah Mechzedek says, by Atzadik, the Odom is the Nefesh HaLikis, because it dominates. By Yerusha and even Abenini, the Odom is the Nefesh Abamis, because that's what dominates. So the point being is, yes, we have Neshamas, but we're not on the Shamadika level. We are bound by our Gufim, and therefore the Guf is in Golas, so we're in Golas. A person who's a complete Neshama person, the Shama never went to Golas. Shama is a Chelik Alekam and Mamish, even by us. But our Chelik Alekam Mamish is in Golas in our Guf and Nefesh Abamis. By a, tzad, by a person like a Neshama, like Rashbi, it never is not in Golas by the Guf and Nefesh Abamis. So Bamele, there's no Churban by him. Now, we don't know whether you could say this on every tzaddik. Apostles, on the other hand, it only says it by Rashbi. I think the Lashon there from Rabbi Hillel, from the Alter Rebbe, is Neshama's Gvayz, Kamoy Rashbi. So from that, Mashman, that the others as well. But what do you, what do you know from this, that, the, that even though there are other tzaddikim, obviously Neshmosya Ikev, Gufay Tofel, obviously in Hena Markova, but by Rashbi it's explicit. He's higher than the Churban. That means he's in a place of Agdus, because the whole Churban is all about Pirut, again, separation, dissonance, disconnect. And Ashbi comes from a place that's higher than that. So again, I have not seen Mamish Befedish that any Rebbeim said, including the Rebbe, that Dag is this powerful day. But when you read all the Sikhs and the Maimorim, it's definitely between the lines. I remember very vividly every time the Rebbe came out to the especially the Lag Behemoth parades. And Lag Behemoth saw the Rebbe's face was very different than any other day. Uh, besides, always when the Rebbe was with children, it was always that way. As the Rebbe himself said, because children have a shame by chet, so it's like the purest. So children are tohed. They're pre-chet etzadas, essentially. That's why Al-Tigu says that when you go build a Beis Amigdash, um, everybody has to participate except the children. The Gemara says in Shabbos, because it says, And who's Meshichet? That means, as the Rebbe explains, actually, Simchas Teda, Nun Beis, Tavshin Nun Beis, the last Simchas Teda, Leisat, the Rebbe spoke to us. That Simchas Teda, for some reason, the Rebbe focused a lot on the children. And he, and he discussed this, mess, this uh, Chazal, and he said, Why? What means, that means that they're higher than the Beis Amigdash. That means they're learning Teda is actually doing what others do through building the Beis Amigdash because they are Tehedim, they are Meshichai, Atigav Meshichai, which of course explains the connection of Lag Behemoth to children. There's a Sikha, if you, ever, if you want to look up an interesting Lag Behemoth Sikha, where the Rebbe connects uh, the white children on Lag Behemoth, Lag Behemoth Tavshim Memvav. I think it's printed in Chelik Lamed Gimel Lukot Tzichus in Nei Sofis. Like Bayim Tov Shemem Vov, the Rebbe's Magid. The whole Sikh, he talks a lot about the connection. What does children have to do with Rajbi? Why do you take out children? 
parade or taluche or, uh, or to a picnic or the or to the feld, as they say. Why dafka children? So he talks a whole lot of but then one of the nekudas is this, and he also talks about bow and arrow, the keshes that children play with, also connected to Rashbi. But he also brings that in time of Rashbi, children nu primis which is me'ain, what will be lo'asid lo'vi, that all children will also know primis ha'tel. Now, it's not a student to what I said before, that primis ha'tel was a secret, because, I mean, children knew it. Obviously, they didn't know it in the full ha'riches. Uh, they, I guess, they sensed it, uh, however you explain it. But there was a gili of primis ha'tel, because children on, the, on that level. So when the Rebbe would come out like Ba'imer, I mean, we could visibly see I mean, some of the best pictures of the Rebbe, I think, are like Ba'imer pictures, but I'm talking now live, seeing it, it was uh, a tzir that very hard to describe. It was a certain um, inner uh, nachas, an inner, I guess, an inner glow. You didn't really see. Maybe Yom Kippur at the end of Yom Kippur looked a little like that. Um, but I don't know. I don't want to start comparing the Rebbe's looks in different times. I'm just saying something that everybody noticed. They would sing Ani Mamin always when the Rebbe came out from the 770 to the parade. Uh, those days, the parades were always only when it was Sunday. Because that was the day when schools were closed. So there were more children that came. I mean, after that, they started parades later. Other days of the week as well. But then it was only when Lagbema was on a Sunday. That's why there wasn't a parade every year. So that would come out when it was Sunday. So you have the, the different parades that we are aware of. And, and it was, uh, there was no question. There was some, some type of deeper uh, gili. Which very much, of course, it stems with the whole content and the message of Lagbema. The gili haprimis, that the primis nizgala bechutz, which essentially is really the whole yisod of Chassidus explains v'niglekved Hashem v'rol kol baser yagdo, is the gili of elokus, which today is 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 uh, concealed. It's only beprimis to express it bechutzenius. That's what the Alter Rebbe says in Tanya Perek Lamadvov very befeidish mamish, that after all the tzimtzumim that created tachtenim, tachtenim begili elokus. So the whole gavon is to be megalit. So essentially, Gili Hasod is directly connected to Gili Alakus, which is directly connected to Mashiach and Geula. So many ways, like Ba'imer, again, even though it's not Mamish Pafetish stated everywhere, but it's always connected to that theme. That's why it says, Bahai Chibur Adeloch, that your Chibur, the Zehar, Yafkin Yisrael Megbei Galusa Berachemim, that the Jews will leave Golas. What's the connection? So besides, Bechlal, you know, your Futsumanis HaChutzah brings Osimah de Malka Meshicha. But the connection is very straightforward because the whole Indian of Meshicha is the Gili Aprimis. It's the Gili of Malor's Deus Hashem, Lai Esa Kole Elam El Adasas Hashem Bovad, that today Elamis is Bipshitis and Elakus is Bishachus, which means what we see is the world and the godliness is concealed within it. When you learn Primis Satayri, you're Megal Elakus because you're not just talking about Halacha or Gemara or Mishnah, or, or, uh, or Chazal, which it talks about what the Ebrister wants us to do, the mechanics of Yiddishkeit, the Gufa Daraisa, the Guf, the mechanics, whereas Primis Atele is Megal and Nishmosa Daraisa, the inner, and Megal and Primis of Elokus. So you have the Chetzenius would be as a manifest in Elamis, the Primis is Nizgala on a, on, through Primis Atele, so therefore, the etzim inyan of Lag Beimer and Zoyar and Primis Atera Bechlal, especially as the Zgal and Chassidus, Moesha Betera, Zuitera Sachsidus, as the Rebbe writes in the letters to the, 
to, to chesanim and kalas. So what, what is that? That will be fully, fully revealed when Mashiach comes, which is essentially what Rashbi is about, is, is that type of thing. It's interesting also to note that uh, the famous Sikhe, that uh, controversial some people consider it, when the Rebbe said, Tavshinir Aleph, um, that, that, uh, that, Sahergish, he says, Azareb is Asmus Muhus Angitan Naguf. And, um, and the Rebbe says there in the Sikha that those that want to accept it, fine, there's Nish Nisht. And then in the footnotes, the Rebbe brings to make it the Makshin, the Rebbe says, yes, Makshin, how could you say such a thing? So he brings some Nigla, he says, some Dugmois and Nigla. And one of them is Mampani Odin. Havaya Dorajbi. Class clearly says in the Gemara. Rishami, I think he quotes there. The Mampani Odin Havaya, he talks about the Abish. It says Dorajbi. How could you say such a thing? Or you say Vayikaloi Kela Lekeyusro. Talk about Yaakov. So the answer, I mean, without going to all Arichas, is because obviously it's not because the Sadiq or the Rebbe is a Mitzis that Khazbashon is only one Abishter. But his bitl is such a bit latsmi. That there's nothing but a lakusk shining through him. That's the devot. So it's not saying it's not saying he is Asmus Mus, it's Asmus Mus as it manifests in a goof because there's no uh, it's like you say a transparent Mamutsa Machaber. There's no there's a transparent channel here, there's no Mitsis. Khazrushalam to say that a Mitsis is a lakus, a laka, I should say. A lakus, yeah, but not a laka. So all this comes to indicate the the concept, the concept as I'm saying, the Gili Hapnimius. The other bitl. And it could very well be, Rajbi, in a sense, uh, even though they call him Reb Rabbeinu, you see many of the Nagunim, they sing on Rajbi, the Shivche Rajbi, unlike Beimer, they are Adeneinu, Rabbeinu, like all the Lashenis he use on a Rebbe. So it could very well be like Beimer is the ultimate uh, celebration of what a Rebbe is. Even though Moshe Rabbeinu was a Rebbe, of course, the first Rebbe, but the Gili of is a Iker Shebe Iker here, because it's about revealing. The neshama within each one, each of us. So, as I said, some of the things here are bederech. I can't say bederech efshir. I find it like sometimes it's more explicit, but mostly between the lines. But somewhat to open up a little the mystery of Lag Ba'imer, why it's such a powerful day. So when we're celebrating it, and especially with children in every possible way, what we're doing really is celebrating elokus and celebrating gili elokus apnimius neshmasa as a manifest through Rajbi, which is not just a theoretical thing, it also translates into true Avis Yisrael. That's why a parade by the Rebbe was like always Sheves Achim Gam Yochad, which was also the Teda of Rajbi, Yinim Yatev Manoim Sheves Achim Gam Yochad, Yachdus. You see that theme again and again and again. And to finally conclude with uh, the Rebbe would bring from the Mukachar, the Michal Salazar, and it says, Kedai Rab Shimon Lismachalov B'Shas Hadchak, now, what is he talking about? So what is he talking about? That Rav Shimon, you can rely on him to redeem us from Golos. And lifted the din on Simpson and Gvuris of Golos. Why? Because Rajbi, as I said, by him was no Churb. He's Megala, that Elokus, and that essentially the Mashiach Shebe Kirbenu, Mashiach, that is Behelem is Megalit, so that is essentially Shasat Chak, and this Machalov, and that's a common expression that Rebbe uses in many, many letters on the power of Rajbi. I'll say one final thing, 
I saw a sicha, like Bayim Betov Shemem, where the Rebbe brings, so we know that uh, the Mitla Rebbe would go out in the feld, today, they would go out in the feld on, on, um, on like Bayimer, and it show Mefsim was sell and yonim from kinder. That's what it says there, especially children. Basically, Pekadar Kodis. Um, and there were many miracles that, you know, like Bayimer, were brachas. The Rebbe also, people who were having challenges of fertility and children, would go like Bayimer and ask for a bracha, and many of them were fulfilled. So the Rebbe brings in that sikh in Tosh Vav, he brings also in Tosh he brings that the Medrash says that Rajbi was Pekadar Kodis. And the Pashtas reason is because he opens up Primis. What's, what's the problem with uh, when it says Vashem Pokadar Soda or Chana? They had difficulty having a child because the womb, in a way, is closed up and you need to open it. Who's the best uh, advocate to open up something that's concealed? Is a, a Baal Primis Atel. So Rajbi was Megala Primis, and one of the Primis things is to bring down a child into this world. If there's any block, or any baruch, any baruch that's coming, but something is blocking the baruch from being fulfilled. So Rashbi was that. But the Rebbe says an interesting thing in Tov Shemem. Just mentioning it because I, I recently saw it again. Um, he says that Pekadakoras doesn't always mean only physical. That even if parents have an issue with children and they're having difficulty communicating, it's not the actual issues the Rebbe says, but Amahat, I think the Rebbe says it's a dopsa pirud or some type of disconnect between parents and children, like Ba'imah is a Yem's Gula, to make that connection. So it's interesting application of like Ba'imah that it's a day of creating Ardus, even in places where there may have been some disagreement or machlekes. So I'm saying that you never know who you're going to meet or who you know, or your own families or something like that. That like Ba'imah is a day that the brachas are open, the channels are open to create a, a kesher and a bridge between primis and chetzenius, meaning from the primis of the neshama and the deeper ardus to bring it down even in places where there may have been disagreements and uh, ultimately bring the full ardus, which brings the biggest brachas, so we should have all our labadik and afrelech like baimer, ardus dikawan, and we should be mamshir the simcha and ardus kol ashana kula, especially to the gula mitis vashlein. Welcome, my God.